0: Top the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, Talk, radio Show. Talk Show.
1: All right, happy to have
2: you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby, live on your radio. Hard hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for. April 24th in the year of our Lord 2020. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the constitution for the United States of America as our guide, and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is a freedom Love and fantastic. We're taking America back. One heart, one mind, one issue at a time for Friday. Quick recap of yesterday's broadcast, still available on demand at LibertyRoundTable.com and LovingLiberty.net. And uh, we had our guest on Brian Rust, RussQuinnandGift.com. We always talk about Honest Money with Brian every Thursday on your radio. We talked about Florida treasure hunters found a bunch of silver. Uh, silver coins, 300 plus years old, pretty neat stuff. Wish we had silver coins. We talked about this, uh, California city that literally dumped a bunch of sand in a skateboard park to shut down kids skateboarding. But don't worry. <coughs> <laughs> I guess the kids get their last laugh. Dirt bikers just decided it was their heaven then. So the skateboarders went away and the dirt bikers rolled in. And that's what you have when government medals in the affairs of honest, free, People. Every time government gets involved, it spectacularly backfires when government doesn't follow the proper role of limited constitutional government. They're out of control. We need to stand up and stop them. This is America, not communist China. And we need to realize that we have liberties and they're being taken away at a rapid rate. And we've got to stand against that tyrannical agenda, to say the least. Now, we talked about two pet cats in the state of New York got the coronavirus. They say, don't worry, it can't spread to humans. What are they talking about? They claim it went from the bats to the humans to the cats, and now the cats can't, the cats can't spread it? Sounds like a six-year-old tongue twister, doesn't it, folks? But I'm telling you right now, they're peddling the propaganda like no other when it comes to the coronavirus. It's just every time I turn around, the propaganda gets worse. The dishonesty, the immorality, the taking away of our rights just gets more and more and more in your face, doesn't it? We talked about the CDC director. Guy's name is Dr. Robert Redfield. Second wave of coronavirus likely to be worse than the first. They say the flu and the coronavirus are coming this fall, both of them together. Wow, how do they know that? I pray it doesn't happen. I agree some people are dying from the coronavirus, but so far evidence shows it's nothing more than a... Well, about like the flu. Yes, people can die. Yes, multiple conditions are a problem. But you know what? Staying out of the sunlight, staying out of fresh air, and just staying inside all the time isn't good for you either. Destroying the economy, turning us into a redistribution of wealth socialist nation. Is that the answer to the problems we face? I think not. That's hour one of yesterday's broadcast. Hour two. We had our guest on, Mr. Pete Sepp, National Taxpayers Union, NTU.org. We talked about America, or Ocasio-Cortez flips out this whacked-out congresswoman from New York. She calls for a guaranteed income for all Americans, a universal basic income. She wants $2,000 per household plus $1,000 per child. Everybody can just sit around and watch Netflix and eat popcorn and bring in takeout food and have the government support them, I guess, is her fantasy, huh? No thanks. Freedom-loving people won't tolerate that kind of abuse of their liberties. We better not stand for that. Stephen Moore... Expands his role to chair the Freedom Works Task Force on what's called economic revival. Boy, do we need to get back to work, folks, and get back to normal life. I'll tell you that right now. We talked about autopsies reveal stunning virus news. They say the first known coronavirus cases in the U.S. is much earlier than they thought it was. Oh, really? And then what happens when they find out it's even much earlier than they thought it was again and again? And what happens when it's not even as they thought it was at all, but they've destroyed all of our rights on the altar of they knew best? That's what government does best, huh? Lie to you and steal your rights and then claim, oh, golly, we didn't mean to. We had to. We didn't know any better. Uh Uh-huh. Fox News host Tucker Carlson introduced Wednesday nights. Tucker Carlson tonight with a monologue questioning the science behind this big old lockdown plan. We're going to lock everybody down based on, quote, science. Then we're going to admit it's not really science. Then we're going to say, sorry, it wasn't as we thought it was, but we locked everybody down because we had to. The science, folks, behind the shutdowns is far from proven. Mass quarantine, they tell us again and again, is the only way to prevent the coronavirus spread. The only way to save lives. Tucker Carlson, and I agree with him, says they're lying, folks. They don't know that at all. Donald Trump slams the Maryland GOP Governor Larry Hogan because he got a bunch of test kits from South Korea. President Trump says test kits are everywhere in America. No problem. You can get them. There's overflow. Not that I can see. I guess Christian uh, organization Chick-fil-A with Kanye West and an L.A. Dream Center got together to bring thousands, 11,000 meals per day. Hey, Kurt, did you get uh, an update on this dream place for us? Well, I
3: know a little more about it, but I haven't scheduled right, any go, interviews quickly. or anything yet.
2: Yeah, give us a 30 second. Well, you know, the
3: bottom line is, uh, you know, they say that it's a, uh, uh, it says we're more than just the Los Angeles Dream Center. Our impact spans worldwide through the Dream Center network and locally through our church, Angeles Temple, located in Echo Park. Um I guess you could hear that more than once. But anyway, well, so you got a, uh, lo- a, you- a
2: local church slash, you know, philanthropy, uh, humanitarian outreach. And I say good for them, more power to them if they're providing private sector solutions instead of government. I'm in, Kurt. Amen to that. All right. Anyway, cool stuff. And again, that summary is very helpful. I'm not saying we know everything about them, but we know a little bit. We know they're a church. We know they're in California. We know they got a global outreach. We know they're involved in philanthropy, and we know that it's private sector, not government, doing it. And man, that's enough for me. We'll keep an eye on the wonderful work they're doing and, uh, you know, let you know what's happening. All right. That's a recap of yesterday's show. Still available at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. If you want raw honey delivered directly to your door, localhoneyman.com is the website, or you can call or text 801-669-2211 or Kurt, C-U-R-T, at LibertyRoundTable.com. Without further ado, long time no here our buddy Ken Cromart with us. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir.
3: Good morning, Sam and Kurt. How you
2: doing? We're doing fantastic. I think the last time we had you on, though, the government literally took your home and made you homeless. That's the government yes, that wants did. to kill 60,000 babies in abortions, but then to run around and tell you they're saving life and handing out money. What's up with all that, sir?
3: You got me. I'm listening to your report. I've got Ryan and Sean and uh other folks around and and we're sitting listening to this we're going what what's happened to our world it just sounds so upside down and government's here to help (laughs) right
2: they're here to help except for when they want to kick you out of your house then they're not really there to help they're there to wreak havoc it sounds like to me sir
3: well uh just to recap on that one uh june 25th of 2019 i'm uh getting on a radio show of a local uh, place here to do my very first interview for a documentary film called Miracles in God We Trust. And I was introduced, and I says, now, why did you make this film? And I opened my mouth to answer the question, and I see SWAT guys walk past my window. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I, I'm sorry, I need to... Uh, Uh, hang up, I've got a family emergency. It was just recommended to me yesterday by Ryan. I probably should have said, just let them play the music, or excuse me, the background sounds of them yelling and pounding on the door. And it it was a crazy thing. They weren't there to bring bring you food to prevent
2: social distancing and stuff?
3: (laughs) Yeah, back then. Yeah, that would have been nice. But got yanked out of the house, and I was asking for for explanations as to why you're here, what code site are you enforcing? Uh, The the 13-plus marshals, they had no clue. They couldn't tell me, could not tell me. And I kept asking. I'm I'm recording this this on audio, and I've got it. People are walking by, including Kurt's wife, and I just said, hey, please videotape. We need this footage. And, And I wasn't allowed back into my house ever since that time. My wife was uh, allowed to run around and grab a few things, and uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. We've we've been homeless now since June 25th of last year, and uh, kindness of friends, so many good friends, so many good people, allowing us to stay in their places, and people slip money in our hands and, and stuff. We've just been devastated by this thing, and the bottom line is this. We've never seen a judge on this, nothing. District Court Chief Justice Robert J. Shelby, he's the man who uh, was appointed by Obama in 2012 and within a year uh, had been – his notoriety, according to Wiki, is is uh, that he decided to overturn marriage between a man and a woman as it was in the Utah State Constitution. And that began a domino effect that made him famous throughout the country that it ended up at the Supreme Court, and you know the rest of that story so we're dealing with tyrannical judges that don't understand law and order uh they're they're sworn to protect and defend the constitution of the united states but instead what they do is they 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 have a god complex or something and i i can't explain it but here we are having never seen a judge and uh and having this devastation done to us, and so that's the the simple past of the story
2: all right so let's let's put the simple past in perspective with a couple of uh in my opinion bullet points to highlight-hmm you know what there's a battle over your home, yes, and the battle relates to the courts, yes, and you know what the courts are the venues in which these things should be adjudicated, fine, yes. The problem for Ken Cromar, and this is bullet print one, there has been no due process. And that's the issue uh, that you're pushing back on, right? Exactly.
3: You, you can say I'm a tax protester, but you, that'd be an easy thing to crush, Ken, in a court. Yeah, but but, but tax protesters,
2: there's no such thing because it's a voluntary tax system, sir. Oh, that's, I want to talk about due process of law because that's codified in law. Yep. Tax protesters are made up label to manipulate people and deceive the masses. We'll come back with Ken Cromar and talk about it in seconds. He's back in his home, folks. Details
1: coming up. Why don't we say to the government, writ large, that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, You have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief, but nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money.
4: This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back, with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with Trumped up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress, now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444 999. That's FIGHT, F I G H T, to 444 999, or go to defendapatriot.com. That's defendapatriot.com.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got Ken Cromar on the line. The government removed him from his home, what, 10 months ago, Ken?
3: Yeah, 10 months ago, yep.
2: All right, sadly, they've been homeless ever since. I thought the government tries to prevent homelessness, ladies and gentlemen. What's up with that? (laughs) Anyway, uh, but they literally kicked him out of his house. The problem with this discussion is there was volleys going back and forth between Ken and the government in the courts. But the government got too impatient with the court process. For some reason, uh, you know, the the rule of law and the uh, due process uh, just didn't seem to apply here, Ken.
3: That's exactly right. I I mean, we motioned to be able to have a hearing. We wanted clarification. They wouldn't even tell us what the charge was, what law code site under which they were uh, making their claim that we owed over a million dollars. $1,053,000, and we're saying, for what? Under what code site? And there was never an explanation. It took 21 months uh, later, when we finally hit the circuit court, where they had to explain what they were doing, that they finally made a code site. And it's like, wow, that means, legally speaking, in the courts, the requirement is, is that it's in the original complaint. And when that doesn't happen... Supreme Court case finding after Supreme Court fa- case finding has has shown that case is null and void and must be dismissed. But, of course, we're a court, and we are in charge of everything. And what we say goes, and so sorry, uh, we're taking your home. And it's like, really? We've never even seen the judge. Nobody would tell us the charge. We needed a jury trial, and we, could, we couldn't even get a hearing. It, it's crazy, Sam.
2: Right, right, let's talk about it. So they then come, they kick you out of your home by force, mm-hmm. uh, then they proceed to auction your house?
3: That's right, September 10th. They, they have an auction claiming that the home is free and clear, which of course it isn't because it's still in the courts. <laughs> We'd file the Liz Pendant, tacked it on our door the day after. We were uh, yanked out of the house, saying, "Hey, this isn't a court. This is it's. This is still in the circuit court. It hasn't been adjudicated yet. And you're going to go ahead and sell it, kick us out, and sell it. And and uh, and so that's that's what happened. Uh, all right. Now,
2: while that court yeah. proceeding is going on, while they're simply ignoring all vestiges of the rule of law, literally right. denying due process. Um, literally taking unconstitutional, uh, not to mention immoral action. They're literally auctioning off a home. People oh, get right. people get to the auction and what happens?
3: Oh, yeah. I, I, that, that was your question. So September 10th, they'd, they'd gone through this newspaper thing that they're required to do and saying it's free and clear, and they auction it off on the courthouse steps, and uh, we had a lot of friends there where there's people holding up posters and things and out on the street and honk and wave and that sort of thing. And and uh, uh, Shauna Cox, who is sitting here with me, she she came. I'd never even met her before. And uh, she said, I want to come and help. This is really a travesty. And also Ammon Bundy came.
2: So Ammon Bundy came on the radio. Our good friend Ammon came on the radio with us right after that event and basically said, hey, he was peacefully there. And they literally harassed him as if he didn't have the right to peacefully be there or something.
3: Well, we've got video. If anybody wants to see it, I think it's still up. In fact, I'm sure it is. In YouTube, you just go to Barbie and Ken. uh, No, excuse me. IRS illegally auctions Barbie and Ken's home. IRS illegally auctions Barbie and Ken's home. And you can see in there the, the crowd of people that were there for us and the police surround Ammon. He puts his hands in his pocket, and he just stands there, and he keeps saying during the auction, be sure to get a good deal on your neighbor's house. Be sure to get a great deal on your neighbor's house. And the police were trying to shut him up, and he just kept saying it with his hands in his pocket. Yeah,
2: but why do we have to shut him up, though? He has every right to be there. He has every right to express an opinion. Isn't this uh, America or is it China? We're going to steal homes and shut everybody down?
3: Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Right. And and so they went ahead and did that. We only learned just recently that the people who 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 uh, won the bid, a neighbor of Kurtz right across the street, isn't this bizarre? <laughs> I mean, does it get more strange? Their grandpa had just died the day before. My, our longtime friend, he'd been in a nursing home. He passed away on the Monday and on the Tuesday. The, the dad and the son are there to, uh, to bid on the house. And they win, and we didn't know until just recently that they didn't even put down the full amount. They're supposed to put 10% down. They, didn't, they put down 31000 instead of 33. That was That was a – couldn't do that. That was strike one had to put the rest down within 30 days. That didn't happen. Strike two. They couldn't get a loan for the balance of it, apparently. So we're told. We don't know. And then nothing paid off in October. Nothing paid off in November. Nothing paid off in December. And then the 22nd of January, some mystery person comes in and pays the balance off. But according to IRS code, that deal, the the moment it, defaulted. it goes into default within that 30 days. So the deal was a default, and it was supposed to go to the second bidder. Didn't happen. They've broken the at every turn.
2: Well, we need to find out who the mystery person is, and we also need to find out uh, who is the second bidder, uh, because can they even perfect or perform, if you will?
3: Well, apparently they let the original—we don't know. But apparently the first bidder was allowed to um, find somebody to go into to, to the deal with— we do believe we know who that person is. I'd rather not go into that because that makes this story even crazier. People that we all know, it's like, are you kidding?
2: Just know this. Crazy. Just know this. Yeah. What the federal government has managed to do is reach into the states with zero authority whatsoever, circumvent the county sheriff. He sits on the sidelines and watches like a, um, a deer in the headlights. Up. Okay, and you have the federal government reaching into a community, yanking people out of their homes, dividing neighborhoods, literally showing favoritism, breaking the law at every turn, denying due process, and now we're here today, right?
3: Well said, Sam. You summed it up perfectly, and
2: and not to mention it. the only people with guns are the government, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. So basically, what happened is is the judge ignored all requests for hearings, all due process, all jury uh, request did not he actually uh, it, it sure seemed like he was carrying the case for the prosecution he wouldn't require them to say what they're doing and then to said that's it we're going to disperse the funds on the Cromar home well we decided that you know what it's um it's our house the title is in our name we kept checking at the county Nothing's. hold on say that process. again
2: i i want to hammer this home say that again it's something that can be glossed over so easily but it can't be
3: The title is in our name, has been and ever will be. Is that what you're asking, Sam?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, in America, America, ladies and gentlemen, the title is in whose name? The Cromar's name.
3: Kenneth Cromar and Barbara Ann Cromar. Whose house is it? It's in
2: their name. And this is the problem. They literally auctioned off a home that's in the Cromar's name. How does this happen in America? And then we murder 60,000 babies and we run around and shut down the whole economy?
3: We're asking the same question. And
2: you can say Which, the two aren't tied together, ladies and gentlemen, but I submit they are. If you can violate the, the, of the, the rights of one and then violate the rights of $300 million, whose rights can't you violate, Ken?
3: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's crazy, Sam. It's the rule of law versus a court of pretended law. It's crazy. And so, you know, Sam, what we decided we had to do is just we went and perfected our title on the House by tying it directly back to the original land patent, file those documents in the re- county recorder's office, and that began a sixty-day uh, term of opportunity for anybody who wants to protest it. And but with one requirement that it go to an Article Three court, which requires a judge and a jury and all of that. They do not want to go there. They'll. Uh, we we think we've gotten right where we need it. So we just came back to our house yesterday. I have help here from Ryan Bundy and Shauna Cox, who are sitting right in front of me. And we're just sitting here um, we're, and, and friends, right, just trying to keep some privacy here, right? But uh, And we're in our home. We had a nice barbecue yesterday, had a lot of people over. We're going to keep having friends over and keep having more friends over. And this is our house, always has been and always will be.
2: So I hate to say it like this, but there's no other choice. The battle's on, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is. The gauntlet has been thrown down. And what the point of the conservative constitutionalist American people is on this is very simple. You know what, courts? I don't care who you think you are. Judge in your robes. I don't care who you think you are. Bureaucrats in high places. Government agencies that are unconstitutional as all get out, armed to the teeth. I don't care who you are. There's a rule of law discussion going on here.
3: Sam, if Barbie and Ken are wrong and we're just a couple of tax cheats, you would think with all the money and all the power and all the courts and all the prosecutors out of D.C. that have been involved, that it'd be a really easy thing to prove and just crush Barbie and Ken. But they won't go there. They don't want to talk about Well,
2: here's the law. problem. If they go there, they must start admitting the tax system is voluntary. That's the way they've set yeah. it up. They also yeah. must admit that without due process, they don't have the right to take anybody's home. Even if yep. there is due process, I question if the federal government has authority to take people's homes in a given several states. There's several republics. There's jurisdictional power to discuss, ladies and gentlemen. There is yep. dual sovereignty to discuss. There are all kinds of discussions that the judge simply won't have. Quick yes. pause. I want to talk to to Ryan and then Shauna too about this Liberty well, Roundtable Live.
3: Ready for you. All
2: right, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking to Ken Cromar. The government took his home, but he's back in it. The battle's on. We want to keep this peaceful government. You hear that? We've been doing that forever, and you've been killing people. You got to stop. Yeah. Ryan Bundy with us, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan, last time I talked to you, you were running for governor, my friend.
3: Hold on, let me pass the phone on to him. Here's Ryan Bundy. Here you go. Hello, this is Ryan.
2: Hi, Ryan. Sam Bushman, sir. Last time I talked to you, you were running for governor, sir.
5: Yeah, I do remember.
2: Ryan is everywhere, ladies and gentlemen, standing for the sacred cause of liberty as he ought to be. We're grateful for that. How would you get involved with Ken?
5: Well, I first learned about Ken. Actually my brother Ammon uh was supporting him back when they were doing the sale and so I, I started to learn about his cause then. Um just a month or so ago Ken contacted me and was wanting some advice and direction a little bit on how to how to deal with all this and I, I helped him as I was able. And then uh you know, we got to the point where he had documentation to strengthen his claim on his property and his home to the point where you felt it was proper to move back in. And I said, hey, I'll be there and and, and back you up. And so here I am. And so
2: Now, here's the sad part in my mind about this, Ryan. When you first hear about it, you go, oh, what's Kooky Ken doing? But the second you dig into this, and the more you dig into this, the more you find out the government's just flat out gone rogue, sir. They're out of control.
5: Well, as it seems uh, in, in many places besides his case.
2: You're right about that. But isn't it interesting, the more you dig into Ken's case, the more you realize the facts are on his side and everything they've done has violated the law. They don't really have a constitutional and or a rule of law leg to stand on in this case. They don't.
5: Well, you know what's most shocking, you know, I think catches my eye and catches a lot of others as well in this case is that, you know, even if and I'm not saying this is the case, but even if, say, Ken was wrong in that he owed a whole bunch of taxes or whatever, that doesn't so much matter as that they have not given him due process of law he has not had you know a single hearing he has not been before a court he has not had uh, you know a, a decision by a jury these are all constitutional guarantees that that must take place to decide a matter. The constitution guarantees that if any controversy over $20 requires a jury to decide. And, and he simply has not had a due process of law to decide this matter.
2: And that's why I'm saying, when you dig into this case, you start to understand the truth to where you understand that, you know what, forget about who's making what claim for a second. They don't, when they don't follow the rule of law and when they don't follow a, uh, Typical guidelines of due process, of you know what, you got to have a jury of your peers, you got to have your day in court, you got to have, there's fundamental principles here. They're not just up for debate or reinterpretation as the judge or a sheriff or anybody else wants. These things are codified in code and law and can't be ignored. And that's why I say that they don't have a leg to stand on in this case. Even if you debate the outcome, which you can do till the cows come home, the process flat out has not been followed by the government.
5: Well, and until they do follow the process, then everything is in, in Ken's case because we're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And, and so he has not been proven guilty that he owes a large amount of money to anybody, IRS or otherwise, and therefore he's innocent. Therefore, this house is his.
2: What do you think going to happen uh, in this case? Now the government has a real decision to make, don't they?
5: Yeah, you know, and, and uh, you know, I, you know, I'm here to, you know, physically support him at the time. Um, you know, I had hoped that all the documentation that he filed to strengthen his claim on the house and, and land patent, et cetera, um, is sufficient to dissuade them from, you know, team him, teaming him again, um, and hopefully that's all it is. But uh, you know, anyway.
2: The reason that I bring that up is we're giving the government right now an opportunity to come to the table and say, you know what? We're so sorry. There must have been complete confusion in this case or a misunderstanding. We're going to come back to the table. We're going to go back to the courts. We're going to accept the rule of law and we're going to allow him the appropriate due process. Uh, and we're going to move forward that way. And we're so sorry for the misunderstanding. They have an opportunity. And this is the whole point to do what's right, Ryan.
5: Yeah, but, you know, then you also can look at it like this. They've already deprived him of all all those things, so, you know, how many second chances do they get? You know, at this point, it should just be over.
2: I agree it should be over, but I say that, that that's a way that they can find themselves out of this or they can drop it. The third choice is for them to, what, forcefully remove him again?
5: Yeah, and we don't know if that's going to take place or not, but that's where we need a little help. We ought to have some people to come and stand with him, and that's why I'm here right now. But, hey, but I still have a family to provide for. I can't stay here forever, but I certainly don't want to leave him here, uh, you know, unprotected. We need to get some people here to um, stay with him and, and, and help support him.
2: Patriots can take turns and there can be a vigil. Uh, The interesting thing is we've been through this a couple of times with the government as they continue to just push the envelope and violate rights. This isn't the first go around.
5: No, this isn't the first go around. Of course, you know, we had to go around with us there on Bundy Ranch in 2014, and hey, it was nice to have people stay. They stayed at our place there for several months after the event to ensure that there wasn't a resurgence against us.
2: And let's point out, it became peaceful, and the government had to back down, and it was peaceful.
5: Yes, and then they knew, the government knew people were there, and they knew that there would be you know opposition if they attacked a second time, and so they didn't.
2: And that's why it's so important to to do a similar thing now, because when there's the light on things, the government's forced to behave. That's what we're talking about, right?
5: Yeah, it's amazing what changes when you start videoing and start recording, and, and you know they know that uh, things are going to be put out in the open, and and that's and that's what needs to happen here. That's why we're like we're glad to be on the radio with you right now, is trying to get things out into the open.
2: Are you the guy cooking the hamburgers, Ryan?
5: I might be a little bit later today.
2: There you go. All right. I want to talk to Shauna, too, and see how she got involved. Thank you, Ryan. We'll chat soon, my friend.
5: All right. Here is Shauna Cox.
2: Good morning, Sam. When I think of you, I think of Hey, Sister, Soul Sister. Without you in many of these cases, I don't know where we would be. That's
6: true. That's true. You got to expose the evil, don't
2: we? Yes, and your recordings uh, back in the Lavoie Finicum situation have played super pivotal in telling the truth, haven't they? They didn't know you had that, huh? No,
6: no, they didn't. They were not aware, and then they wanted to control the narrative when they had it. So, yeah, it was uh, evidence against them.
2: Now, how'd you get caught up with Ken on this thing?
6: Well, same thing. Uh, we heard about his home. I um, I don't know if he called me or I called him. I can't remember. And uh, next thing I know is that they were doing the sale of his home, and, and I showed up unaware that Ammon was going to be there, and there was this good-looking cowboy standing on the sidewalk. when I showed up to, <laughs> to um, protest the sale. Um, I've been <clears throat> helping in their cases because, Everybody forgot what Antoine Scalia died about died over and that was because he stated that there are four branches of government we have besides the executive legislative and and the judicial we have a fourth branch of government and it's called the common law grand jury and he said that that Fourth branch of government has a responsibility. That's we the people to hold accountable those four, three other three branches of government to throw them out or abolish them if they don't follow that rule of law, and and that's why they killed him. But it was by the Supreme Court justices. It was a ninety-three vote, and so we actually have that power of we the people. Um, that need to make those stands, and it, that's what it takes, is the power is in the
2: people. And, well, and you know Antonin Scalia also wisely pointed out in the Richard Mack case, who beat Bill Clinton in the Supreme Court, he talked about dual sovereignties between the states and the federal government. The federal government has no authority to mandate the states and or the states' uh, servants of the people do anything. And so there's, there's many separations of powers, and many jurisdictional boundaries set up by our founding fathers that are flat out being obliterated by these thugs. Absolutely.
6: So what we say to all these officers is, did you take an oath to the Constitution? Because in Article 6, in Clauses 2 and 3, and 2 says, and this Constitution and all the laws of the United States, which shall be in pursuance thereof. That's the way all your U.S. code Title 18th, by 28th, all of them come to restrict them from coming upon the people. And those are their own laws, and they're breaking every one of them. And, and so not only do they not adhere to the Constitution, I mean, they took an oath to that Constitution. And so who do they take the oath to? God himself. Not to me or you, but to God. And he knows. And they're breaking these laws, and they're going to be held accountable. And that's what we have right now. We have a a website. It's called statewidecommonlawgrandjury.com. Say that again. It's it's called statewidecommonlawgrandjury.com. And it's important that people go and see. uh, Click on all the cases in each of the different states they're going on that have been already being tried bottom line is the
2: federal government's out of control and going ham against the very people that set up that government ladies and gentlemen the tails wagging the dog shauna Cox, stay there liberty roundtable live
7: you know where the solution can be found mr president in churches in wedding chapels in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies, in particular, are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation
2: So, you know, a lot of times in these patriot movements, you think it's a male-dominated cowboy-centric thing, ladies and gentlemen. But you got men and women standing shoulder to shoulder for the sacred cause of liberty. Shawna Cox hanging out with Barbara. Barb and Ken's house, ladies and gentlemen, literally got taken from them by an out-of-control, in my opinion, tyrannical, unconstitutional, rogue agent group in government. That's what's got to stop literally 13 U.S. Marshals unlawfully raided and removed Ken and Barb from their home on June 25th at 924 a.m. And kind and generous friends have got together and now they're in the home saying federal government listen, you've got to obey the rule of law. And it's not just a man thing it's a male and female thing, folks. It's a God-given inalienable rights discussion. Well, hey, uh, Shauna, at least you're there able to give Barb some support and comfort, right?
6: Well, that's what we're trying to do trying to help them out so they can uh, have that their constitutional right because that's you're exactly right to fight for our life liberty and our property if we don't have those we don't have any freedom at all
2: now i asked uh ryan what he thought was going to happen here and i think there's maybe there's four choices but i think there's three the government can either go you know what you're right let's follow the rule of law let's do a grand jury but continue this thing uh or they can say uh you know what you're we're just going to kick you out of your house now or they can drop the whole thing i pray that they won drop the whole thing and say you know what there's been some rogue guys that have made a a colossal misunderstanding this is the end, Ken and and drop it. I pray that's where they go. Second, though, at least I pray for peace that nobody gets hurt the government's been known to just flat out shoot people and I pray they don't go that ham and ballistic and crazy Uh, but the second choice would be to say, let's do this and follow the rule of law, uh, or the third choice is just kick them right out of their home Um, what do you think is going to happen here?
6: (laughs) Well, I'm I'm with you. I hope that they just drop the whole thing, realizing that a court of law is just by one judge making a decision on his own and and rogue. But we are um, hoping, I shouldn't say hoping, because we believe that God is defending the choices that we make and that they have... We are here to support them so that they'll have peace and comfort to know that when they're making the right choices, that there are people who care and understand, and that we we know that they have constitutional rights, and we know that they have. If you don't, you don't have any rights if you don't claim them, if you don't use them, if you don't defend them. And so we, it's important that they do this. And he's making the stand, and the people should stand with them. That's what happened.
2: And one of the big keys is for the people to stand with him, as did. Uh, we with the Bundys, et cetera, because then the truth has to come out. And that's what they're sure. they're counting on the truth not coming out when they obliterate people's rights. When the truth comes out, they have to take a step back and assess what they're doing, because every time they make a move and it gets you know broadcast to the nation, which we're doing right now and beyond. Uh, and then folks like you have cameras and and recording devices and video. And pretty soon, you know what? We shed enough light on it to where there's accountability. And if we had enough of that, we could stop them from these shenanigans. We need more, 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 Shauna.
6: I agree 100%. That's exactly what it is. Had I not had the video inside the camera, they they would have gotten away with lie after lie after lie. But they couldn't because it disputed everything they had written. So... It's wrong
2: all right ryan says he can't stay forever that's why we need more people to kind of come and help i'm going to go over and eat some hamburgers and hot dogs and and hang out here pretty soon today or tomorrow i don't know when my schedule is going to permit yet uh, but i i do want to come support the effort and stuff like that um you know everybody can't stay forever but we can create a vigil if we coordinate right absolutely let's get it done how long can you stay can you stay for a long time i may have to
6: leave and then come back i got some pressing things wasn't didn't know how long we're going to have to be, but it might be a little while. So we have to we'll co- go and come. That's Yeah, the
2: government doesn't coordinate with our schedules there. too well, do they?
6: Right. You know, we never know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so tell me this. Uh, what about the virus thing? I know the the, the mainstream press is going to be like, oh, my gosh, you guys don't even care about obeying the coronavirus. I, I'm starting to call it a hoax because I think there are people getting sick, but I think they've so, taken this to the hilt when it comes to violating our rights. Yeah, um, I, I what do you say that it's a to
6: that? hoax. I believe it's a hoax. We've never covered up. <laughs> sorry, but, <laughs> sorry, I hate to say that. No, not... I
2: understand, but what what do you think's uh, going to happen here?
6: Though? Well, of course, they're going to want to say that. But you know what? We can stay six feet apart <laughs> on our way by. <laughs>
2: well, there you go, and that's kind of the we're the...
6: outside having a barbecue. Big deal.
2: <laughs> well, and there's the issue, in my opinion, to where uh, you know we could say. Um, you violated Ken's rights, and you could try to isolate an individual or a family and say, oh, that doesn't matter. That's just a, an extremist family. But what you've got really here is them doing the same thing to Ken as they're doing nationally to all 300 and what, 30 million of us, uh, which is, you know what? They could create an emergency or create a justification and then flat out just wreck everybody's rights, obliterate the checks and balances, and claim they're literally gods. I mean, that's what's oh, going on protection. individually all the way to the complete nation right now, Right. Right. In the name of We're here to help you. Right. We're here to keep you safe. Really? (laughs) Safe from what is the question? (laughs) That's the question. All right. We appreciate it, Shauna. Thank you so much. Let's grab Ken back. Let him finish up here and get his take on a couple of things here. here. Thank you, Shauna. Hey, Sam. All right. So Shauna and Ryan um, are saying and I'm, I'm agreeing that they've got a few choices here. This government, they can either come to their senses and go, golly, there was a colossal misunderstanding. Um, a judge might have uh, not had this in hand well enough. And, you know, he's been so busy lately. There's confusion. and Drop the whole thing. Sure. That's, that's where sure. we hope they go. Yeah, sure. Now, I agree true. with Ryan. That doesn't stop their accountability for the abuses they've measured out. Right. But at least it might stop you from being abused further in your own home.
3: Uh, well, we do have a hundred and twenty million dollar lawsuit against the judge.
2: Oh, and the there's that
3: certain IRS agents, which is still in the court in the circuit court.
2: And uh, how's that progressing, or, or have they put it on we, hold because the coronavirus? Know,
3: the circuit, the circuit, it does whatever it wants to. They just haven't made a ruling, and they can take they can take months. So they can do whatever they want to do. We don't know. We haven't heard back. That's how the Never speedy plot. trial works. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's how the speedy trial works in our day,
2: <laughs> Ken. Uh...
3: Speedy trial, yes.
2: All right. And what do you, you think is going to happen here, Ken?
3: Well, I I actually trust in God, um, and I believe that he has a purpose in all of what's going on right here at the Cromar House. I don't claim to understand it. I don't know how the outcome plays out. I really don't, but I do trust him. And... Every step of the way, we felt called to to just stand up. And we're going, "Lord, we don't know how to do this. We're not we're not big enough, we're not smart enough. We don't have enough money. We don't have anything to do that, but if you want us to go this route, we will go this route." And it's been a half step into the dark every day. But we trust him. And every step of the way, we've been praying for our our judge, our, the prosecutor, all of these folks who pray for their wives, their children their their friends we pray that they'll um have their hearts softened that they'll um continue to make mistakes so that they don't make the bigger ones that they've been trying to make and hurt themselves worse on our account We don't want that for them we just hope that they'll they'll awaken to their circumstance and we believe God can do big miracles and when we have people that are willing to stand with us and join us and and stand up for their own rights while they stand up for ours then everyone wins. We, the people, can come off victorious. And that's – so, hey, I heard you're coming over for a hamburger or something, Sam. Is that right? Yes,
2: I am, sir. I love it. I'm going to come over for a hamburger and eat one that's cooked, and I'm going to bring some meat so you all have more for the masses to hopefully come through to tell the tale of liberty. and This is why I asked the question. I don't know what the outcome is going to be either, but here's what I know. The outcome (laughs) can be changed by the faithfulness and the support of the people. I can tell you that right now. How it and where and what it'll change, I don't know. But I'm telling you that we've got to do our part is what I'm getting at.
3: You know, there's a scripture that keeps coming back to mind to me all the time, and it's, it's this. It says, I, the Lord God, made you free, therefore you are free indeed. Well, I trust him that he knows what he's talking about. We know we have a government that's set up to be able to do that if we adhere to it with the Constitution. But it doesn't just happen. You have to claim it. And that's what I've learned from from uh, Shauna, from Ryan, from Ammon, and so many others who came out and have come out. Is is that when we stand together, we're in in we're not defeatable. We uh, uh, we the people are the government, and we just need to stand together. And if we do that, then the Lord will stand with us as we stand with Him in His promises to us. That's the way I see it. But if we don't. Then we can kiss it all goodbye, and we can. The the alternative is not a place we want to go. It just isn't, and it's a lot easier to stand up now than it could be later. And so now's the time. That's the way we see it. So hopefully we'll have a, a number of friends come and visit us. With, we'll talk with Sam and a bunch of folks and. Eat hamburgers,
2: right? Yeah, and what they're going to do is they're going to say you can't do that because of the coronavirus. You can't have your day in court because of the coronavirus <laughs> and you can't meet together because of the coronavirus, but we can certainly get together a gazillion people to literally come armed to the teeth and yank you out of your home <laughs> by the hair of your head, buddy. We can do that. See, this is where it all falls apart for them. Who do these people think they are, and where do they think they have the right just to simply go rogue and set aside all rule of law? That's where yeah, I'm I- involved in this, going you know what? No.
3: Yeah. No, it, it, that's, that's what you have to do. You just have to stand up and say no. This is my go- our government. It's not yours, Mr. Judge. You can't just do whatever you want. Your, your judgment is null and void the moment you step outside of the Constitution. So you can make whatever judgment you want. It's just null and void. Marbury versus Madison says so. You know, It's like you either uphold the law as written in the Constitution or you don't have authority. It's pretty simple. And we just have to stand up and say, no, sorry, we're keeping our house. It's ours. It's titled in our name, always has been, and always will be, because you can't take it without our signature unless you forge it. And that's a whole other story. We saw a lot of forgery in some of their documentation. Wow. It's crazy. It's right,
2: crazy. And, and what I'm going to do now to end the program is say this, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I start the program and say we reject revolution and we stand right. for peaceful restoration of the greatest country mm-hmm. on the face of the earth. I yeah. want this to remain peaceful. That's why I think the more people that come to your house and peacefully yeah. sit down and chat and have a barbecue, uh, the mm-hmm. better, because then we can shed the light on what's happening here. But exactly. I'm begging the government not to do anything stupid. Last time they did something stupid, they murdered an innocent man, LaVoy Finnicom. Last time they did something stupid, uh, and it, it, they literally killed Randy Weaver's wife with a baby in her arms, lit her cold-blooded murder. Okay, they're out of control. and i got begging, Waco. Oh, Waco, too. Good point, Kurt. Yeah. Okay, we can go on and on and on and on of the cases where every time the government's the one that literally goes rogue and kills people. And I'm begging them in this case to step back. To disarm. And in all cases. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah, in all cases. I agree. I'm just saying, specifically right now, that's before us, the gauntlet has been thrown down. But the effort is to say, let's go to prayer. Let's go to yeah. peace. Let's obey yeah. the rule of law. Let's disarm and, and step back and work through this without using rogue force. Sam, if okay? people want to
3: reach out to us, um, miraclesingodwetrust.com slash contacts, miraclesandgodwetrust.com slash contacts. If you want to make donation, if you'd like videos, if you want to reach out to talk, that's a good way to do it.
2: There you have it. Thank you, sir. Godspeed. We'll chat soon and keep up on this case.
3: God bless your listeners too, Sam and Kurt. Thank you.
2: Ken's in his home, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe that? Miraclesandgodwetrust.com All right. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Hour one of the can. Hour two coming up. Sam and Kurt. On your radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic, but you gotta get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right. We
1: declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.